The CFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your bets today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper. will automatically match your first deposit up to $100 at sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of the SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. And of course, make sure to check out the brand new Discord server. It's on and popping, and it's the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Ooh, Jesus H. Hi, everybody. How is it going? <laughs> Welcome to your abrupt beginning to the CFL Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am fumbling with my buttons, Rod Gomez. He is CFL Jim, who is just debonair as always. Jim, week seven of the CFL, buddy. How pumped are you? I'm super pumped. I'm debonair and I'm devastated. I was so close. I was all over the dogs last week and man, ugh, I got a lot of spreads, but I, those money lines were just begging to come home. Yeah, it was a very frustrating week all over the place, uh, especially if you are a Red Blacks fan. As I am, just total heartbreak all over the place. A lot of close games. Someone though. had to win that game. Someone had to win that game. <laughs> I don't know. It could have ended in a tie, man. I'm telling you, this is the sport to do it. But yeah, I mean, a lot of heads are rolling all over the CFL right now. Uh, obviously, we we know Kahari Jones ended up losing his job last week, uh, and the Owls came back with a spirited game of their own, uh, only losing by a point to the Elks, but. Yeah, man, this was this was a heartbreaking week all the way around. In week six, there was a lot of. I mean, we did call Edmonton as the as the upset. So we called Edmonton, and we got the we got the cover on uh, the Calgary cover. They were oh, they were twenty six nineteen. So they yeah, it was by five. Yeah, and then I got the cover. No, Ottawa didn't cover. Dang it! No, it was so didn't. close. It was. Ugh. It was. Uh, but that so, was a frustrating week all around. <laughs> I also, also, I'm um, just like as a heads up. So I was a little drunk watching the Calgary game, the Calgary Winnipeg game, because I had just got back from a, a cookout for the like the last half. When that interception at the end happened, I thought he caught it and was celebrating, and then I turn around like a minute later and I almost punched a hole through my wall. <laughs> Uh, oh, so you were like me on Saturday when I watched the Red Blacks game and just about punched every hole in every wall. I, I was right there with you because we were both betting the Red Blacks, and I was I was ready to just fight something. Yeah, it was tough. I mean, Ottawa dropped twenty three to twenty five to Hamilton, just wasn't pretty. Saskatchewan loses uh, twenty four to thirty to Toronto in the touchdown Atlantic game. Jim is heartbroken. In in hindsight. In hindsight, should have seen that one coming. Cody Fajardo cannot string three games back to back to back of like great football. 
he was on a tear there for a second. I should have seen that one coming. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it, it's a trap. I wish I had the button. It's a trap. But yeah, absolutely felt like it's something. But look, Toronto, McLeod Bethel-Thompson is, is touch and go anyways. And we'll talk about him in the upcoming matchups. But, you know, it's just a tough call. It really is. And and don't we get now, we turn around and, and we get a, another rematch between Toronto and Saskatchewan. Oh, this, we will. Yeah, this 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 schedule makers they must have just been throwing darts. That's twice in a row for Saskatchewan that they do that because mm-hmm. they did it with Montreal too. It, it's yeah, interesting. It is. Yeah, schedule makers are like, you know what? We're having some fun this year. We got a full schedule. Let's just make it as wacky as we can. So, uh, as we always do, we're here to break down the bets for you on the CFL weekend, which begins on Thursday night with the Montreal Alouettes taking on. A just gutted Ottawa Red Blacks team. Caleb Evans <laughs> looks good. Den doesn't. And it's just a crazy show. Nick Arbuckle probably going to be starting this week for the Red Blacks. That starts at 4 o'clock. Looking for the lines on win. <laughs> Jim, I love how the Red Blacks are a little more respected this week. They come in as un- only two and a half point dogs at minus 110. First take on just them being dogs in general in this game against the Alouettes. I definitely do think they should be dogs. Even I think Arbuckle maybe gives them a little bit more consistency. I don't know if he's overall like Caleb Evans shown. He like he shined a little bit at points. I think Arbuckle brings like a level of consistency that you want out of a team like the Red Blacks. I Montreal seems to be just on a downward trend. I before the whole like situation of them firing everybody. I was kind of on this team to be competitive and strong throughout the season because they played in a lot of close games. After that, I just I'm off the train. I'm just auto fading Montreal throughout. And I think this is a good spot to get Ottawa. Like both these teams looked bad this last week. But I think Ottawa is still playing for something. I don't know what Montreal's playing for. Uh, they're just playing not to be last, I think, at this point. Which, I mean, again, when you look at the standings, Montreal has a win and four losses. Ottawa, obviously, the only winless team now at 0-5. But, Jim, when you look at the landscape of the East, Toronto is in first place with two and two wins and two losses. So The East is wild. The East is just way up for grabs. So, Ottawa still has something to play for, and they've... They've made it to the Grey Cup with an 8-9-1 record. So this is not completely out of the realm of possibility if they get on a hot streak. And Montreal seems like a good place to start. My only issue with this is that I hope, and I hope really above hopes, that Arbuckle can come in and settle down this offense because we continue to see Lewis Ward missed a clutch field goal that would have been the difference in this game early on. I said it before, Jim, and I'll continue to say it. You continue to put that kind of pressure on your special teams, on the kicker to be your only source of points in a game. At some point, that's going to come back to bite you. That some point was last week against Hamilton. Yeah, that was really rough. Like that's you've been talking about that with Ottawa all season. We've noticed it. Like you saw it with Calgary when they were playing Winnipeg this last week, where they should have gotten touchdowns, where they settled for field goals. It's not how you win football games. It's not how you win football games. Like. In general, it's not how you win them consistently. I just, I want to see some consistency from this offense and actually show some finish. And I think they can do that against Montreal. This is a tough one. This is this is probably my toughest game of the week. 
Oh, for sure. But now look at I look at the point total, right? And it's it's plus two and a half for the Red Blacks. Last week they lost by two. Uh, the week before to Saskatchewan, yeah, that was a big blowout. But they lost by three to BC, and they actually played the the Winnipeg Blue Bombers to a two point loss. So they've got more games within and in and around this spread than they do outside of this spread. So if nothing else, Ottawa may be snatching victory or de- defeat out of the jaws of victory, but they're doing it in a way that the other teams aren't necessarily blowing them out. So Montreal, I, I feel like they can continue to keep this close against an Easter rival. So I'm okay taking the Red Blacks plus two and a half in this game. I'm also okay taking them two and a half because speaking of snatching defeat from the jaws of victory, Montreal are like the pros at that as well. They are so good at losing winnable games. I like the Red Blacks plus two and a half. I do like that. I like them on the money line. I think they get their win here. I might dabble on the over 48. Ooh, that's a tough. Well, okay. I know. Arbuckle Arbuckle would be the only reason why I would gamble on the over 48 on this one because I feel like maybe a couple of those field goals turn into touchdowns and now we're talking into a uh, 25-27 game somewhere in that vicinity. Or, yeah, do the math, Rod. Whatever. I feel like we could get to 47 and a half. I think we could. I think we could get there. I think they will get there. Yeah, I'm going to take that over. Okay, so we've got the Red Blacks at plus two and a half. The money line for the Red Blacks is at plus 125. If you don't feel Ottawa and you don't think that everybody screaming for Paul Lopolis' head means anything uh, and you want the Montreal side of it, that's at minus 145. Not necessarily juiced all that badly either, but uh, again, WinBet has given you, I think, pretty good numbers here. Yeah, I, I think this is a good spot to get Ottawa. For some people that might just be paying attention tertiarily, uh, that's that might seem like a weird number, like two and a half for a team that hasn't won a single game. They've been competitive at the very least. I I love I like this two and a half. I am going to take the money line again. I am, I'm standing behind your Red Blacks. I'm standing behind them this week. For better or for worse, man. I God I, dang it, they should have won last week. I they was so should upset. have I was so won upset last week. That was again. I I also thought that kick was good. Like. I was I was almost ready to cheer and then I I fell to the floor. Ah, oh, it was it was brutal rough. week for me. The what really did it for me and and almost I feel worse because there was that point at the last uh, play of the the first half where Richie Leone, a just damn good punter. I feel like if he would have tried to put a little more leg or angle at someplace to go for the rouge, that one point would have made a big difference heading into that the end of yep. that game. So. What can you do? So, uh, All right. The Red Blacks plus two and a half, plus 125 on the money line for me and Jim. And over, I'll take you. I'll take the over with you. I, I feel that this is a game that both of these teams can score over, I, I think, 25 points. Because, you know, Montreal's done it. They even did it last week they, when they scored 31 against Edmonton. And, and Ottawa would have hit this over against Hamilton last week. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that touchdown, so, right? Yeah. I, I, eh, eh. I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, Okay, let's move on to the next game of the week, and that is another Thursday nighter. Oh, no, it's a Friday nighter. WinBet's got down the Thursday. It's a Friday nighter uh, at 7 o'clock. Oh, wait, hold on. I think it is Thursday. They're double dipping on Thursday. They're they're doubling up on Thursday. Ah, I love it. Double Thursday night action. It's the Ticats versus the Lions. Uh, Hamilton taking on BC. BC at home. Our eight-point favorites. Both of these are juiced at minus 110. 
Uh, we'll talk about this spread here in a second. If you want the Lions money line, <laughs> that's that's going to cost you. It's minus 335. <laughs> Hamilton is at plus 275 to win this. Over-under set at 51.5. It is minus 110 both ways. But there was talk in the Discord channel, Jim, as to whether or not this spread is a trap. What do you think? It's fishy. It is fishy. But... So I I look at the Hamilton win against Ottawa last week in two ways. Either A, this is the spark that the Ticats needed. Dane Evans looked good against a very competitive, and I still think Ottawa's like, that defense is still pretty decent. They looked good. Maybe that's the spark they need, and they can go on a little bit of a tear and bounce back. Or maybe Ottawa lost their quarterback, and that was a mess of a game, and Hamilton's still not very good. And they got their first win. And I want to fade a team coming off and getting their first win. I want to take BC here. Well, I think you should take BC here. And and I'll tell you why you should take BC and under the eight. Like you, this Hamilton Tiger Cats team turned the ball over five times against Ottawa. Were it not for Ottawa's just inept offensive play all the way around, you give the ball five times to a, a quarterback like Nathan Rourke, and a running back like Mr. Butler and all the stable of receivers that he has at his disposal, you are not getting field goals out of that offense. No, you turn the ball over five times against a team like BC, uh, who's like defense I'm not super high on, but I still am of the opinion that's probably still the best offense in the CFL right now. They're they're scoring points. They're just going to lose by a ton. I like the minus eight, and... It's based on principle alone, and I actually do think so because I don't like Hamilton's defense a ton. I like the over 51 and a half. Well, I mean, we've seen that BC can get there by themselves. Exactly. So <laughs> I'm not necessarily scared off by an over in that case, too, uh, because they can score points. Now, I mean, I'm staying away from the money line. I know Cody, my co-host, says you only pay the juice if you lose, but at minus 355, that that's just a pretty – that's a lot to eat. Yeah, I'd rather – if you're paying that kind of juice, I'd want a for sure – like, I don't think BC's going to lose. But there's a world where that happens. And so if this is like minus 250, maybe I'd dabble. Maybe I'd put a little bit. 350, no. Nah. Anywhere like 335, 350, anywhere like above 300, not touching it. Yeah, and again, we talked about this spread. It's just it's difficult because we've seen BC be two different teams. We've seen them be the team that completely blew out the Elks in week one and just slaughtered them 59 to 15. And then we, we've also seen them play the Red Blacks to a three-point game. So, I mean, plus eight, Hamilton can move the ball. Hamilton is able to score points. And I think against BC, they will do it as well. And it's just a matter of, of I don't I think maybe the Ty Cats plus eight is the play here. I don't know that BC is gonna blow out the Ty Cats. I'm on BC minus eight. I'm on the over. I just I wanna fade Hamilton coming off their opening win. Yeah. I'm I'm of the opinion that they're still not that great of a team. And Hamilton was another one of those teams that's just like they have late game collapses. Well, yeah, we saw one almost. We, we saw we one saw, last we, week. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm. I don't think they're going to win. I, I obviously don't think the Ty Cats are going to win. But I also don't know that the BC Lions, especially off of a bye week, 
Maybe, maybe I know that there's two schools of thoughts. They come off either one well rested or they come off a little bit sluggish. And we'll see what which BC team comes out after the bye um, because they went into that bye on a pretty big loss to Winnipeg, forty three to twenty two. They had a week to think about that. So, uh, what kind that's, of team and, comes out? And that's why I love this minus eight even more. A motivated team coming off of a loss with a bye week versus a team that just got their first win. Boom. Look at you. All right. Boom. All right. That's Analytic Jim. <laughs> Analytic Jim. Hashtag analysis for Jim. Uh, all right. We're going to step away and come back for second down and give more hashtag analysis for the second games of the slate. But before we do, let's tell you, as we always do, about win. Make sure to get down on wins. Bet $50 to win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. And if you're betting baseball, you got to check out WinBet. They just reduced their juice in baseball games, and it makes them the best place to bet in the MLB. But I know you, you want the ultimate fantasy football experience. Well, you can get it by betting $500 or more on sports or casino before July 31st. You can get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club. This includes a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are always allowed. There's so much to choose from, and all you got to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. B-E-T, to claim your bets today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state. Replay through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. So move on to Sleeper. It is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players, including thousands of players this year in the Scott Fishbowl as he has now opened his gates to Sleeper Nation. So you are welcome, courtesy of Scott Fishbowl. So I know you're already playing and you already have tons of fantasy leagues on there like I do, like Jim does, like pretty much everybody on the SGPN does. We all use it for ours because it is a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing in the new over-under game. It is literally as simple as picking a sport and picking two or more players in that sport and picking the over-under for that sport. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then you choose the amount of money you want to enter into the context. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to 20 times the money that you put in. And the reason that I'm so excited about this over-under on Sleeper, it's the only app where I can join my buddy's contest and we can all play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with the tap of a button. Always insanely fun to ride it out together, so stop whatever you're doing right this second. Download the Sleeper app now. Play their new over-under game and have some fun with your friends and make some money over there on your mobile phone. Join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. Sleeper's going to automatically match that first deposit you make up to $100. That's right. Join our squad. Get the 100% deposit bonus match over at sleeper.com slash SGP. Continuing on with the week seven action, after a doubleheader Thursday, we move to Friday night football, celebrating its 25th anniversary where the Winnipeg Blue Bombers take on the Edmonton Elks. The Edmonton Elks have now signed Duran Carter, ladies and gentlemen. This is the annual Duran Carter sighting. <laughs> I will probably make no more mention of it past that other than the fact that they plan on using him in multiple capacities for the game on Friday. So if you're a Chris Carter fan, yes, his son plays football. 
And uh, that's about as far as I'll go there. Uh, Winnipeg <laughs> opens this as a <laughs> touchdown favorite at minus 115. The Elks at minus 105. Uh, Winnipeg on the money line, minus 330. Elks at plus 255. The over-under set at 47 and a half. The disrespect of the Elks continue, Jim. What do we make of this? What did you say that spread was at? The spread is a, a touchdown. Minus seven. So, I have two schools of thought. The XFL gym in me is blind to Taylor Cornelius, and he will lead the Elks to ever victory. They're never losing again. (laughs) The CFL gym in me thinks the Bombers can kind of have their way with this team. This is a similar situation. Winnipeg just wins, and Edmonton is coming off of a pretty big win. Like a comeback win led by a new quarterback, Taylor Cornelius. I think the Bombers kind of win this one running away. The Bombers just beat the Stamps. Like literally went into a battle of the undefeated teams and did not just beat the Stamps. but Disrespected they, them. Yeah, exactly. They looked fantastic while they did it. And, and this is a confident Bombers team that could run the ball all of a sudden. That threw the ball wherever they wanted, and Zach Kolaris did not look his absolute best, and yet the defense still gave uh, Bo Levi Mitchell, I was almost going to say Pete Mitchell, I just watched uh, Top Gun, gave Bo <laughs> Levi Mitchell all he could handle, and now, look, we love Corndog, we're all about Corndog in the XFL, but this is not Bo Levi Mitchell that they're playing this week. No, the Winnipeg, they just don't. The only team that has kept it close against Winnipeg was Ottawa. <laughs> All season. All Two season. Two times they played them. Yeah. Like, this team dominates. Yeah. I, I definitely clutch. I definitely see them winning by at least a touchdown over the Elks. I will take Sorry, the, the Argos rest. kept it really close with them, too. But the Argos are, like, a weird, wild team. I have no idea what's going on there. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even know how to, how to analyze those guys nowadays. It's, it's just weird because they, with the additions that they made, they should be blowing out this East. They really should, but they're two and two, and, and it's just a really frustrating situation to, to even try to handicap the Argos, which we're gonna do next. But yeah, totally I like Winnipeg here. I might dabble on the under. Like I expect Edmonton. The issue is. Sometimes Zach Kolaros likes to show off, and this offense has been kind of good recently for Winnipeg. And I think Edmonton's offense has improved now. Screw it. I, I changed my own mind. I'm on the over. You're I'm a dabble. on the over I'm 47. A yeah, a I'll I'm going to be it. all overs this week. Gosh dang it. Well, look, a 26-25 game is not completely out of the realm of possibility with either one of these guys. Even a 28-25 game, it's, 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 it's doable with both of these teams. I, Winnipeg just scored 26 against a tough Calgary defense. Exactly. I can see, like, tw- like, I don't think Edmonton's defense is that great. I can see, like, a 28-20 game. I could see that, too. And that, and that gets you the, that gets it for you. Yeah. Uh, I will say, if you want to get funky and parlay the Lions and the uh, uh, the, bo- the Bombers together, it, it brings it down to about a minus 149 number. So I do like that. That's, I think, a much better bet than just betting one uh, of them because I think both of them are going to win. So, yeah, I, I think if you parlay... If you parlay both of those money lines, you're going to get a, a more favorable number. Yes. So now you're thinking like a true D-Gen. You, I'm learning from you, Jim. I am <laughs> learning from you. I learned it from watching you. Okay. <laughs> All uh, right, I got, I'm going to corrupt you even more. I'm going to. 
I'm, 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 as we're going through these lines, I'm just scheming up things. I'm <laughs> scheming up plays. I'm going to hit big one of these days. Uh, I love the fact that I just did that before I, our best bet segment. That, that just shows you how true DJ and I needed to be there. So uh, I think we're like I said we're both we're both there's not really mu- not much analysis that you can do more on this game there's not because the bombers are obviously the class of the field this year they're gonna lose at some point it's just a, it's a four I don't think they're gonna go undefeated but I don't think it's gonna be this week I swear to God I still okay so spoiler alert maybe I'm pounding my head against a wall I have them losing next week you have them losing next week. I mean, not that I we think won't Calgary gets them in the rematch. Yeah, yeah, they'll will. Yeah, they will play Calgary again next week, and that's going to be a tough one. Because I think Calgary will get like touchdowns instead of field goals more often than not. That is like a pretty decent offense, and they still were like one score away from winning that game. Like they was, yeah, it was from a, tying it up. Sorry, it was a tough but, one. It really was. But uh, all right, so we're and I don't think either one of us are going to touch individual money lines like i said parlay both of those in the lions and i think you're going to get a, a much be- a favorable thing uh oh, yeah. we're both on over 47 it's so tough to be on overs though it, the the last couple just didn't hit when we were wanting them to but we'll we'll take it so i think i went 50 50 on over unders last week it's a tough it's a tough call i mean again we've seen ridiculous scores and then we've we've seen scores we thought should be more and they ended up not and and it's just it's been a tough call this year. It's another reason why Toronto is like the most frustrating team. I th- I feel like that offense should be scoring so many points. Well, Saturday night they'll get another opportunity at four o'clock. It is the Argos taking on Saskatchewan. This time Saskatchewan is at home instead of all the way out in Wolfville, Nova Scotia. So this one is set, which is weird. I mean, look, I know they just lost to this team. But we saw Saskatchewan lose to Montreal earlier this season, and then we saw what they did to them in the following game. Uh, Saskatchewan minus 5.5 over the Argonauts for the the spread. Argonauts at plus 175, Saskatchewan at minus 270, or 215, rather. And then the over-under here is also at 47 with the under, uh, the juiced up at minus 115. But again, Jim, this 5.5 seems... Just kind of a little too low for me. I, I feel like Saskatchewan is going to come and do exactly what they did to Montreal the week after they lost to them earlier this season. Uh, reset on the Cody Fajaro meter. He's got a good game coming, boys. Yeah. They're going to dominate. Rough Riders are going to dominate this game. And just for a little reference, Montreal in week three beat Saskatchewan 37-13. Turned around. bad. Oh, it was it was not even close. Yeah, it was an embarrassment basically because Saskatchewan was coming in riding pretty hot in, into that game and got humbled. And then they turn around at home. It's hard to win in Mosaic if you're a road team. It really is. And they beat uh, Montreal forty-one twenty in Week Four at home. Saskatchewan did so. This is a this is just a similar situation, and I don't think that they're going to let up, especially after really kind of getting embarrassed there last week in uh, against Toronto. Well, especially, like, Fajardo just was trying too much. He just did not look good. And it, it resets. He had three interceptions. Like, and there were, there were some bad interceptions sprinkled in there. Yeah, that was bad Fajardo at his most baddest, I guess, if you really want to go there. But, yeah, I, and, and this is the regression. This is this is where it comes back to, to bite Toronto. 
Because like we said, the fans at Mosaic, they are absolutely nuts. And I, I just think that this is going to be a situation that they can't win in this game. They can't surprise them now. They've seen them. They know what they're up against. And they're not going to lose a second time in a row to an Eastern team. Exactly. Not to mention, it's just extremely hard for an Eastern team in general to beat a Western team. It's just, it's the case, let alone two times in a row. And on the road. Yeah. You know, like I said, the the Nova Scotia game, they were both on the road. Yeah, I was going to say, technically, it's like a back-to-back road game for Toronto as well. Yeah. So, uh, all right. And then you said over or under 47 on this one. What are you looking I'm at? I'm on the over because I think I think the Rough Riders unload and just, like, blow up this Toronto defense. I think they go hard. I think they can get to, like, 30-plus. And if they get to 30, then we only need, like, 17 out of this Toronto team who is looking a little bit better. I, I, I said in a segment this week, I think Cam Phillips is going to end up being a problem. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I mean, again, to me, this 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 game right here, I don't know why this isn't a bigger spread than it is, but take it now while you can get it because it may it may grow over the course of the week because this is, again, some of the earlier lines, and you may watch it over the next couple of days kind of scoot and, and move a little bit more toward what is maybe even closer to a touchdown. Uh, so keep an eye on that, but. Uh, yeah, if you're counting, it's minus five and a half. We'll take that again, uh, with the Rough Riders over the Argonauts. Uh, the money line is at minus 215. That's that's a little more doable for me. I think I could do that. And then, of course, the over 47. Because Saskatchewan could pretty much do that all by themselves over an East team like they did against Montreal. So we're going to come back for third down, give you some of our favorite bets on the week, as we always do. But before we do... Make sure you hop on over to the sportsgamblingpodcast.com or the Sports Gambling Podcast Discord. It's our news server, and it's the perfect place to interact, sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Like us, we're always chatting in that spring football channel that covers CFL, USFL, XFL, every FL that over over there that Jim loves and that he calls himself. Uh, we're talking about it all the way over there. It's in, it's awesome. So head over there. There's also the Fat Guy Food Aisle, which is there for you. There's TVs and movies, and there's all sorts of stuff happening. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Get into the conversation. Do you know that browsing online using incognito mode does not actually protect your privacy? That's right. Those little sunglasses and top hat does nothing for you because without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and all sorts of other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting one 100% of your data. That means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It is literally that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even the SGP and God's Eye View is protected by IP vanish, even devices like your Fire Stick too when you're streaming media. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP vanish. IP vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for you with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. IP vanish is super easy to use. All you gotta do, 
Tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know that it's on. So stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com SGP. Use the promotional code SGP. Claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. Let's get D-Gen Jim and give out some of our favorite bets on the weekend for CFL week six. I'll begin with you week seven. Week six was yesterday. I'm living in a time work, but <laughs> give us some of your favorite bets for week seven there, Jim. I have one crazy one. So normally I'll do like those round robin parlays and a parlay here and there, but I like a lot of the favorites this week and I don't want to touch the money lines. I think Saskatchewan can go ballistic and blow this team up. I think they can score a bunch. So I have a bet. Saskatchewan Rough Riders over 40 points team total. Just like they did to Montreal. The race to 40. Oh, I love it. Plus 550. Ooh, even better. I'm going to bet that. That's a, that is a straight-up D-Gen bet if ever there was one. I think they could blow this team up. I, I still have little to no faith in this uh, Toronto Argonauts defense. No, and I don't hate it. Like I said, that's exactly what they ended up doing to Montreal the next week. They scored 41 points on the Owls after getting completely embarrassed. And if this there's a team that can come around and, and stick it to you, it is Saskatchewan. And, yeah, 40 points. If I you want to think- be extremely degen, if there's a way to parlay that with, like, B.C., to maybe score 40 points, because that's just like a normal occurrence for BC, you probably get some really crazy odds. Ooh. That, that's a fun I'm actually bit. seeing I'm I'm seeing 30 to 1. And oh. I'm 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 a, I'm a dip my toe in. <laughs> that is worth a, a chip dip. I'm gonna dip my toe in. So like no so I get really degenerate on Twitter and I'll be like, oh, this is a rent check bet, or this is my utility bill. I I, I classify amounts like this. This is like uh, a bar tab bill. And like, just your round, too, not the whole bar. Exactly, game. just one, just like a couple rounds, just, you know. Uh, a little fun with the captain and and Coke, if you will. Uh, all right, I've got one that I'm eyeballing. This is probably my favorite one, and this may be the only one that I give out because uh, we talked about parlaying the, uh, the Bombers and the Lions. But here's the thing. If you add in the Riders and the Red Blacks, you get plus 451. Uh, on win bet over there. I like plus 451 for all of the, the teams that we picked to win. Uh, so combine all the money lines. I, I'm rolling uh, CFL gym style and, and rolling all the money lines that I like. And that gives me plus 451 over there on win bet. I love it better because now I'm getting good money on a Lions win, which I know is going to happen, a Bombers win, and I know it's going to happen, and a Riders win that I know. The only, the only wild card out there is the Red Blacks, but we've already talked about the fact that we have a good feeling about them to win. So, yeah, and you'll kind of—that's one of those bets you'll know you're going to hit it uh, come Thursday, like first game on Thursday. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to have to sweat it for the rest of the weekend. Basically, it's like, well, okay, I'm going to cash this ticket. Yeah, it's it's a very nice one to have. I like that a lot. <sighs> you got one more for if us. I- if I'm just going to go safe, I'll probably go those three favorite just parlayed. It's plus 155, and I think we're all pretty confident on them. I also might just do, like, very high. I might just parlay as well, like, the Bombers and the Riders spread plus 250. 
I like. I'm it. pretty confident in both those spreads. I like it a lot. <sighs> well, I'm. I like I said. That's that's basically all. Uh, the only one I'm given because I really do like at plus four fifty one having all those favorites lumped in on top of what we've already talked about. Obviously, you're going to want to sprinkle them all over the place on the spreads, on the money lines, on the over-unders. Um, but if you really want to get true D-Gen status, I love I love Jim's and I, and I love mine. So um, I, th- I think that's fun. If you want more, Jim, we always give out more in the Discord channel. So make sure that you are following us all week. We'll answer your questions. We'll figure out things with you. We'll hash it out. We'll relive games as they happen with you as well in that discord channel hell yeah we will i also one last one before the i we send the people off i like hamilton first half money line they're they're good in the first half oh yeah 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 they they can hold their own it's it's only after their halftime speech do they come out and just come out flat so Mm -hmm. that's a good one that's a good one what's the odds on that one um if i look real quick it is i am seeing plus 220 Ooh, that's even better I love it. Plus money is always good money. Oh, yes, so, it is. Uh, all right, Jim. Let's uh, go ahead and wrap up the gambling part of this. Obviously, we're going to come back again tomorrow with some DFS action, but uh, let's send the people home with some uh, with some good good bets on the weekend. How can they find you on social media and, of course, on Discord? You can find me at XFL Jim. I'm XFL Jim hanging around the Discord. I'm still repping XFL 2020. I got my, my user picture is Winston Moss, and I... I Love that man so much. Uh, yeah, XFL Jim on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. I'm all over. He is all over. And, of course, he's full-on CFL in this moment. You can find me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Again, I'm in the Discord just like everybody else. And, of course, you can find all my work at the Sports Gambling Podcast website as well as Sportsbook Review. Find all of my picks for my favorite picks for the week at sportsbookreview.com. We'll be back again tomorrow for dfs action but until then we'll see you then enjoy your betting and uh, let it ride